Zach, you uh, you in here? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm back here, Brian. I'm just trying to make a fire out of rocks. It's not really. How is how how is that going? I fire out not, of rocks. Just not great. Not great. <laughs> Because I will say there's no fire in here. It is pitch dark and very cold (laughs) here in the Phantom Zone. Can you can you not touch me? (laughs) Oh, that's got it. Got it. There you are. I see. I got it. I I see where you are now. Um, You know what? We are of course. Why don't we just Why don't we just turn on the flashlight? Hold on. Oh right, those great, great, beautiful. Oh, there we go. What the hell? What the hell is? What What is that? Oh, this, oh, this, this, this comically large thing that I dragged in. Okay. Uh, yeah, so is that a... we've of course been trapped in the phantom zone, the liminal space where time is both happened and has never happened and will never happen at the same time where uh, episodes of a hypothetical podcast that we're doing show up randomly when say one of us has a busy wedding season or an infant. <laughs> Uh, that we have no control over when episodes post or not. Uh, and we've been talking about Superman movies. Uh, I-, I thought that today it would be fun if we brought a guest. But of course, Wait, it's just us you, here in you, the Phantom Zone. Well, we don't did have you a bring guest. a Phantom? Because that feels like a bad idea. Did you find That a would Phantom be a very bad there? idea. They'd be very dangerous. We'd be dead very fast. They are very, very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the name. Phantom is a very spooky name. <laughs> Although we never word. really ha- tried to have a conversation with one of them, so no, because they are simply too spooky. <laughs> so <clears throat> I have gone to work. I've rifled up a lot of garbage. There's a lot of garbage here in the Phantom Zone, yeah. and built a mannequin of who I think would be the perfect Zach. If we could have any guest, any guest on the podcast, who would your number one pick be? Um, fuck. I mean, I'd love to have your brother on again. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, man. Check out this. This. Whoa. Wait. That's. <laughs> that's incredibly okay, okay. lifelike. Ignore, ignore. It's mostly garbage. And it, it's kind of yeah. in the vague shape of my brother, Patrick Miller. Um, and uh, thankfully, it's dark in here, so that's going to obscure most of it. But here, hang on. Listen to this impression. Where I can did do. you find a baseball <laughs> cap? Okay, so yeah, this is still Brian. So, like I was saying earlier, Biden definitely stole the election. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, ah, ah. Did you ma- wait? You made. You made a mannequin. This is Brian. Of- yeah, this is still Brian. He's doing an impression. <laughs> I hated that's that. How, that's what I was saying I earlier. I hated that. <laughs> the Phantom Zone is doing crazy things right now. <laughs> the Phantom Zone has a sense of humor, and I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have said a lot worse things. <laughs> you could have. Um, uh, uh, of course, this is, of course, me projecting my voice from this fictional mannequin of Patrick. Patrick, hi, how for are you? Sure. What's going on, Brian, guys? you're ruining the mood for me when you say that. I'm just like, I I'm know, trying I know. To I won't say it again. I won't say it again. Hi, Patrick. How are you, real Patrick? Real Zach, I am fantastic. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. That makes one I think, of us. I think because... that bit went incredibly smooth. <laughs> What bit? I think the storytelling was on fire. I think yeah. every... Zach asked about the hat. The video's lagging. We were just. 
I thought you were gonna set me up again. God damn it. Yeah, the the Phantom Zone, the internet is is not great. <laughs> not we are still doing this, so even though Zach and I are in person here in the Phantom Zone, we are still on two different computers. <laughs> well, that's the only way we know how to record it. I mean, it's it's we, we just we're just trying to equipment. recreate what we're used to here. Yeah. Uh, Actually, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna go to a different part of the cave. You, you keep talking to your brother. Got it. That's a good. That's a good idea. Um, so we have been making our way through the Superman series of films, the movies that Superman is the headline act in, uh, which means we have done Superman the movie, Superman 2, Superman 3, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, Superman Returns. Patrick, how many of those movies have you seen? Oh, for, oh, for how many you just named there? None of them. <laughs> we saw Superman the movie. When, Mom showed us Superman the movie when we were kids. So somewhere deep okay. in the recesses of your memory, you've seen Superman the movie. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> All right. I'm here in the other end of the cave. I just stepped in. Is that dog shit? Why is there dog shit on the Oh, no, the that's Phantom, phantom Gunk. Get, that, get the Phantom Gunk oh, off your shoe okay, immediately. That's very dangerous. All right. All right. Oh, it smells like dog shit. Okay. <laughs> they have right, very similar good. achemical properties. Alchemical. Al- 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 uh, whatever. <laughs> um, Mannequin Patrick is 50% phantom gunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I was going to say phantom Patrick kind of smells, but. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> So, um, it, uh, why did we bring my brother on for a podcast about Superman movies uh, when he doesn't really like Superman movies? I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. Fuck it. Because <laughs> well, he, likes he likes making me watch movies that I don't want to watch. Yeah, what, pretty much. My understanding is not, not that we brought him on because he doesn't like Superman movies. Uh it's because he specifically dislikes this movie. A it's lot. we did That's so. True. I, I guess uh, I, we can just go right into the, the our personal history. We, we watched Man of Steel. Um, mm-hmm. This is the final one. This is the final one that Superman is headlining. Um, we'll we'll go do Batman after this. Um, but, and then uh, we will come love- back. And then we will come back for the worst. <laughs> oh, the worst the of the worst. finale is we have to watch Batman v Superman and Justice League, which... There's a cartoon am... one that's pretty good. We could just do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian, we, we have to. We have to. <laughs> uh, um, so, um, Pat, what do you remember about seeing this together okay. in 2013? So we were in Florida visiting our grandparents and it was me you and our youngest brother just like went out by ourselves i think i don't think they came i don't think our grandparents even came at the time i uh 13 i was 23 in 2013 Uh, yeah we are it's this was the This was the cruise. We all went on a weird family cruise, and then was we ended really? up back. Yes, okay. and then we ended up back at my grandparents. Um, gotcha. That cruise, and don't get me wrong, we were very lucky to get to go on like this big fancy cruise thing with an entire side of the family. Uh, that was my personal Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. just a lot of Millers on a boat, which is not <laughs> no escape, nowhere in matching, to go. In matching t-shirts. <laughs> We were that family. 
Yeah, it was. Ooh, <laughs> you know that. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so we went and saw us and our younger brother, you know, also into comic book and superhero movies and, and things of that nature. And I remember sitting, watching that movie, just like seething, like, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm like, this movie's terrible. I'm like, I'm going to trash it in the entire car ride home. I'm like, but they're going to say, you just don't understand Superman. Like when, when the, when the, when the planet exploded. <laughs> so, and I remember that's, that was in my head. Like as we're going through, I'm like, I can't wait to have this. You were debate. having a fictional fight. I was with having me a the- fictional <laughs> fight with you about why this movie sucked. And then the movie ends and the lights come on. And I turn over to look at Brian, and he's just flipping off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been holding? I've been holding that for like the last hour and a half, yeah. just flipping <laughs> off. The I, I was very much like so, uh, uh, Patrick. I, I assume none of this movie rolled off your back. You were a, a Superman movie's coming out, I guess. I was following the news up to this movie. I was hoping it was going to be good. We'll talk about reasons why like, Ooh, I was nervous, but I still went in hoping that this was going to be a good Superman movie. I did not think that it was obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into all of that. Zach, what is your history with this movie? Which is 10 uh, years old now. Oh my gosh. Time flies when you're watching bad movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I was also cautiously excited about this movie. Um, I wasn't at the point yet where I thought Zack Snyder was like bad because he had made at that point a few movies that at the time I remember liking and yeah, but bloody sucker punch happened. (laughs) I I hadn't seen Bloody Sucker sucker punch happened. I hadn't seen sucker punch. And also, uh, there was the Nolan thing, which we'll there get into. There was the no. We'll get into the we'll, Nolan we'll thing. Get into oh, um, we'll get into the Nolan thing. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of, you know, agnostic on it until that trailer. And the trailer was really good. And I was like, It is a very, oh. very, I just watched the trailer. It's a very good trailer. Yeah. So I was excited. And then I remember vaguely, my buddies saw it, all my friends saw it opening night, but I was working. So I kind of heard the negative shit from them. And then I eventually saw it just with one other person. And I remember thinking, it's not. It wasn't as bad as I was worried it was going to be. Uh, it, I, I like the movie more than both of you, I would say. I Yeah, I think it goes in. I think, Zach, you are the most charitable towards it. I'm in the middle. Pat, you are down below. Of like, this, this is yeah, garbage. Right. Bad, bad movie. <laughs> I will say it, it was better watching it this time than I remember it being, but still not even remotely approaching a watchable movie. I, I mean, I, yeah, we I, need to have Pat back for Batman v Superman, just so yeah. he oh, really God. understands. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> oh, it's, boy. I, I will say, though, I similarly, I, I think it's an element of, once again, I was kind of hoping it was a good movie when I saw it for the first time in 2013. So when it wasn't, I mostly focused on the things I was not enjoying about the movie. Now I've had 10 years to sit with it and I've internalized it as a very bad movie. Seeing it again, I'm like, all right, there it's a movie, which I can't say about some subsequent movies in this series. Right. 
Yeah, I uh, I think uh, obviously there's plenty of flaws, and if anyone told me they hated it, I wouldn't be like you're crazy. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, but compared to, I mean, it's <laughs> I think it's the best DC movie after Nolan before Matt Reeves' Batman that I've seen. I didn't see Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I can't. I I quite liked Aquaman, and I quite liked Wonder Woman. Didn't see either um, of those, so that would be the the exception. But as far as all the other stuff, like, and it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's. I'm We're not, trying had, to do something here, whether we do it or not. <laughs> right. And whether I think I think we'll have to talk about like philosophically whether it was the right call to begin with. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. 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 <laughs> right. And um, I, I'll agree with you on all that stuff, probably. I just think if you take it on its own terms, it's almost sure. a functional thing. I, I felt like I watched a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I, I feel like let me know if this is correct. Uh Zach, I feel like you're out of five stars, Zach, you're in like a tepid three. I'm in like a two and a half zone. <laughs> Uh, Pat, you're like, do I have to give it a stop? Yeah, so, yeah, I think half is the lowest you can go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might even bump it up to three and a half because I love the Hans Zimmer score that much. I think I, it is I mean, one of the best it's the scores. It's the Zim, baby. It's the Zim. We're going to talk about the score. Ten years. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with that, uh, how about I play the trailer and then we'll get into it. Perfect. Goodbye, my son. Our hopes and dreams travel with you. You'll be an outcast. I'll kill him. How? He'll be a god to them. child dreamed of becoming something other than what society had intended? What if a child aspired to something greater? My son was in the bus. He saw what Clark did. You're the answer, son. You're the answer to are we alone in the universe? Can I just keep pretending I'm your son? You are my son. And I have to believe that you were sent here for a reason. And even if it takes the rest of your life, you owe it to yourself to find out what that reason is. How do you find someone who has spent a lifetime covering his tracks? For some, he was a guardian angel. For others, a ghost who never quite fit in. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders.
son is safe? I will find him! My father believed if the world found out who I really was, they'd reject me. He was convinced that the world wasn't ready. What do you think? What's the S stand for? It's not an S. On my world, it means hope. Well, here it's an S. How about... Excuse me. Uh... So I think the best place to start is to note that 2013 was an interesting time in the comic book movie landscape compared to when was Superman Returns? 2009, Zach? 2008? Uh, No, no, sorry, 2006. 2006, yeah. Right, right. Dark Knight was 2008. Um, um, So we've gone from... Batman Begins, which is just kind of like, maybe my dad will respect the superhero movies I like. Um, two, now they're kind of, the Avengers has happened, right? The this in, this massive interconnected Marvel universe, and they pulled it off uh, financially. I I think the Avengers is a good movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time, um, but like by all accounts, they pulled it off, and. Everybody else wants a piece of that pie now. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers is they've uh, the Dark Knight Rises has just wrapped up. Uh, Warner Brothers has made roughly infinity dollars, and <laughs> Chris Nolan is like, "I'm done with these." I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> they Don't actually be asked him. I think they asked him to to be the head of the DC stuff. It's which. Like, is so funny that like of course he wouldn't do it. He wants to make his no. weird IMAX fucking Oppenheimer movie. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, I will say I do love the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, Rob, yeah, love. Them. Well, those are well, my, my favorite movies. Good movies that just so yeah. have that Batman. In them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, Brian, I would note that so Marvel is doing the whole interconnected thing. And it, it did really well. Meanwhile, on DC, the only thing that is working for them is Chris Nolan's Batman stuff. Like they right. they did Green Lantern, which I didn't see, but which by most accounts is awful. I did. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Right. And it's Martin Campbell who's like who did like Goldeneye and uh, at Casino right. Royale. Good director, but you know when he's the screenplay is, something yeah. happened type of movie. Right. <laughs> So I think DC is like what? Let's just turn to Nolan, like Nolan, help us. Like, right. what do you want to do here? Um. So my understanding, the next step here is uh, WB. My from my research, uh, the WB is shopping around Superman. Right? They want to. They're taking pitches. Uh, Mark Millar, uh, who wrote Kickass, uh, had a big pitch for like this epic Superman trilogy, kind of his extended biography. That sounds very laborious and terrible. Um, uh, but David Goyer, uh, who wrote all three Batman movies with Chris Nolan, I believe had a pitch while he and Chris Nolan were breaking the story for Dark Knight Rises. He was like, I have this kind of take on Superman. Um, so- to which Nolan... <clears throat> 
Sorry, no, I was just clearing my throat. But I think Goyer only wrote the first one, and then he's like story by on the the next two. Got it, got it, got it. That makes sense. Well, either way, they were breaking the story for Rises. He pitched Nolan this take on Superman, and Nolan was like, I think that's a good idea. Let's bring that to Warner Brothers. Let's make that happen. Uh, Warner Brothers was like, Chris Nolan doing Superman? You're done with Batman? You just want to do Superman now? Great. Do you want to direct? Chris Nolan's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. No, I do not want to do that. The pitch was specifically a pitch for Nolan. So like David Gore is like, this is like the Nolan verse. Got Superman. it. Yes. Yes. Um, so um, either way, WB loves it. Let's make that hat. Let's make the crit. Let's do, do Batman, do those Batman movies, but do it with Superman, which is a great start for any creative project of just do the other thing, do the other <laughs> thing, but this way now. So we well, keep make money. <laughs> I do wonder because I think when they're the, so Dark Knight Rises hasn't come out yet. Right. I do wonder if there's a part. I'm sure there's a part of WB that's like, if it feels like a Nolan movie, maybe we can cross over. Like Christian Bale. Nolan has Nolan has said they were a little like I don't know maybe sure in the very early phases. It eventually didn't make sense because in Dark Knight Rises, of course, they end it. Right, um, right. Uh, Nolan has said it would have to be Joseph, Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Batman, which Nolan has said, which would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was him just being nice to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> right. um, uh, man, Dark Knight Rises is a good movie. It's I can't wait till we get to that. We should have watched that. We should have watched that. We will. We're going to get to it here in the Phantom Zone. All right, bring zone. me back. Great. <laughs> I'm in for those ones. <laughs> Just the last two. <laughs> um, so um, where was I? Uh, uh, oh, um, so Chris Nolan doesn't want to direct. WB wants the money, though. Um, w or sorry, uh, Chris Nolan approaches Ben Affleck of all people, who's just coming off of Argo winning Best Picture um, to direct, which. I think would have been exciting. It would have been Ben Affleck had been like, mm, he almost kind of did a Batman movie. He got offered this. Um, I, I do think it was before Argo came out. That that um, maybe the, the yeah. thing that I had of like, I don't have a proper source on said. I just remember uh, right after Argo, he was cast as Batman. And I'm like, what are you doing, Affleck? You just came right. back. You're right. You're right. You just had to come back. And now you're going to put yourself in a position to play Batman. Oh. Mm, buddy. Um, but Affleck was uh, Affleck was offered director of Superman. Affleck yeah. was not interested. He was not interested in taking on a production with that many special effects shots. Uh, he did not feel that that was in his wheelhouse. Um, which, you know what? Also might be, I don't want to spend fucking three years doing a Superman movie. Fair. <laughs> that might have been the polite reason, you know what I mean? Um, there was hardly uh, any special effects. <laughs> would, have been a lot cheaper just give, would have been a lot cheaper just to give Zack Snyder a bunch of blocks he can knock over <laughs> that is that is the end of this movie um, so, so then it eventually does come to Zack Snyder 
who ooh, we got to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy here was not happy to hear this news. <laughs> no, neither was I at the time. I was also like, what are we doing, Chris? Right. Like, it was like, it was on, so man. exciting that Nolan was developing a Superman movie. And then it was like, Zack Snyder, I'm like, no, no, this goes against the entire narrative. That right. All the podcasts I listen to are going by. <laughs> Um, so Zack Snyder, of course, um, his uh, feature, his debut, I believe, his feature debut was Dawn of the Dead, uh, that remake, which is probably his best film. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, well, I would say this or that would be my would be for me between those. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Good god! Uh, other other notable hits or hits I put in uh, quotation marks. Three hundred was a hit. Three hundred was very good for him. Um, I, 300... I remember Brian. You and I both, as uh, nineteen and twenty-one year old, respectively, or something like that, something like liked that, liked three hundred at the time. I rewatched I liked it, it at the time. The, I rewatched it during the pandemic and was like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no!" I love that movie. Like, <laughs> that's a top five for me. <laughs> I mean, 300 no, comes I, I in said, and does does it, its job. You it's, know? it serves <laughs> a purpose. Sure, yes. It, as long as you don't like no. try to understand <laughs> themes and stuff, which is like, yay, fascism. Like it's like a really like rough. Um, it's rough. So three. The thing about 300 is that often gets billed as like the visionary director Zack Snyder gets like grown on like fucking 300. Which keep in mind, the whole thing about 300 is that it's once again a like frame for frame recreation of the Frank Miller comic book. Right. It's just he right. just shot the frank miller book um which he didn't even fucking come up with robert rodriguez did that a couple of years ago with sin city (laughs) (laughs) literally with a frank miller book (laughs) so it was just sin city again (laughs) but his two movies were both very stylistic like um he had his unique style and both movies were successful and well-received generally dawn of the dead and 300 so then he got the watchmen which is a movie that has been they've been trying to make since it came out in the 80s largely considered unadaptable yes and when he got that i think everyone was very excited because it was like i was not you were not even at that point (laughs) really no even then even then i was like no not the 300 guy not the 300 guy um (laughs) Oh, I was excited. Did you see what Lynn? I just threw the spear. I mean, God. That was so fucking cool. (laughs) So the thing about Watchmen, I think, is, and I think this, it really gets Zack Snyder to a T for me, is Watchmen, like 300, is an incredibly accurate representation of the comic, visually. It's amazing that it can be a shot-for-shot frame for frame recreation of the comic book wherever possible and profoundly miss the point of that book you know yes yes it's the completely opposite like message um i've later uh, uh watchman features a um for anyone not familiar um features a character uh 
a good night owl night owl is here he's basically a batman uh uh recreation right he's played by patrick wilson in the movie and the idea here is that he's completely impotent and he can only get hard when he's wearing his superhero costume and it's basically the whole thing is how pathetic it would be for you to put on a superhero costume zach right. snyder apparently was like does he have to not be able to get a boner yes yes <laughs> Yes, that's the whole thing. It's about how not cool they are. And yet, right. and he's despite like, being... What I'm going to do is film super cool slow motion fights. <laughs> it's a very... It's about how sad and pathetic all of these people are. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the guy who looked at the character Rorschach and was like, that's a badass. Like the Nazis do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, Watchmen where oof oof did not like that movie still do not like that movie right Um, I do I will say in the lead up to it I I remember being excited because we were still at the point where they haven't done a lot of faithful superhero stuff yes and it was like oh look look, they're recreating it perfectly this is gonna be great and they did recreate it perfectly except for they totally missed the fucking point so. It's Watchmen is my one of my um, standard go to um, examples of when people are like, just do the book, just just film the book. No, different, different mediums. They should different show that movie different. in screenwriting class, like an adaptation yes. class. They should show that. Movie. Yes, it's it's a perfect example of why that doesn't work. Um, yeah. I this I want to introduce a new segment uh, while we're going through the production of this movie. And it's called Pat. How you doing, bud? <laughs> Scroll What's Twitter. something you want to talk about for two seconds? <laughs> oh, let's see. Celtics got smacked up tonight. Yeah, they're down 0-3. Oh, down 0-3, oh. Twitter so still gets through the void. Yeah. That's how you know that the, that's how you know the NBA is not rigged, because the Lakers and the Celtics are both I down. I know, 0-3. right. Exactly. Yep. And that was NBA Pat, not rigged. How you that's doing, bud? <laughs> Now, back to Zack Snyder's filmography. Yeah, be careful, Brian. <laughs> be careful because this could quickly turn into a sports podcast. That's right, that. like that. <laughs> I'm, I've got my hands on the controls here. <laughs> and now I, I'm, I'm putting that dial down and I'm pushing up the Zack Snyder filmography dial. Then we move on to Sucker Punch. Uh, this is Zack Snyder's next film. This is his carte blanche. Bl- I don't know. I don't understand how he got, how he goes from Watchmen, which is a hard sell if it was a good movie you know like right, if this was yeah. a, a critical thing like a crit a, like a critical rave like good oscar winning movie it's still a movie a very long story about how superheroes can't get boners <laughs> not like a can't wait to see that i feel um, like it it like maybe broke even or something like around there would be my guess I, not a disaster, but I don't think did no. well. Um, no. So it's still kind of wild that he got like a carte blanche blank check movie with Sucker Punch, which is maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen in a theater. Um, so didn't that originally have like a cast of like stars? Maybe. But I don't actually remember a lot. Wised up probably before. <laughs> it's... I, I just remember it's it's weirdly fetishistic. It's a lot of just like CG guys attacking CG guys. That'll 
come up again <laughs> in a movie we're going to talk about in more yeah, detail. Little known uh, story. That's the only way Zack Snyder can get off. Is if he's... <laughs> oh, man. You um, painted the town with this one, then. <laughs> so, um, Snyder, I, I remember the general conversation being, Snyder's done. Like, not only is Snyder done because a sucker punch was also a phenomenal flop, um, just an absolute crater but flop. It wasn't just that; it was the one-two punch of that, and then there was the really expensive CGI owl movie that he directed. Look, uh, the owls of I forgot. I completely fucking forgot about the owls of Gahul. <laughs> yes, and that was expensive, and that fucking bombed. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> You know when Jor-El jumps on a fucking uh, dragonfly in Man of Steel like a magical, mystical <laughs> owl of Kahul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jump on a fucking dragonfly. Uh, so, I, I think generally the internet has completely written Zack Snyder off of like he's done. Not only is he done, I think this blank check CGI block button nerd blockbuster is done. Like this will, uh, I remember C. Robert Cargill on uh, his podcast on Spill. C. Robert Cargill, now notable for writing Doctor Strange, Sinister, uh, The Black Phone. Brian, no, um, you opened the vault. <laughs> no, 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 no. It didn't, it didn't come here to the Phantom Zone. I know that was, I know that was, <laughs> I know you're on a hair trigger there, but the, the vault didn't make it. Okay. <laughs> um, that's what we call no budding in improv <laughs> rather than yes and just no that bit we're not doing it <laughs> and it's great uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so C I remember C Robert Cargo going he's done this whole genre of movie is done um, and then he gets Superman <laughs> yeah Nolan gave him CPR yeah, I guess so and I, I wonder why what did what did nolan say? i don't even mean this in like a pat's laughing i don't even know what like what did nolan see I, the notes that i have to say that like they they were impressed by his passion for the character i didn't see that in the fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> well what i read was nolan and goyer got the script to where they were happy with it which is really confusing to me and then and then they there were was like, a script, script for this movie. There was a script yeah, for this movie. Bad. They were like, "You go do it." So here, I want to on the script. I think the script, like, could have been a oak. It's like a fine for a first draft of a movie that ended up being a lot better, because there right. are the beats basically work for the story they're trying to tell for the most part. The dialogue right. is atrocious in this movie. And also, they are beats that repeat a lot. And these are things that you hammer out in a rewrite. And right. I kind mm -hmm. of, wasn't this the one that they had to get done by a certain time or the rights would revert away? I think you know more about that than me. Do you? Do you yeah, I uh, believe that's this one. If they didn't release it by a certain time or start production or something, then they would lose some of the rights. So I have to Back imagine to the creators of Superman. Uh, yes, uh, I should know their names yes. off the top. I Siegel and uh, that makes Schuster. a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense because I've never sat through a two and a half hour movie and go, "This feels rushed." <laughs> <laughs> it, 
That's a great. <laughs> I mean, that's totally. I mean, that's absolutely right. Good anyway, God. I was saying they they did the script and they handed it off to Snyder, and I wonder if <laughs> cynic the cynical part of me wants to ask: Was Nolan like, okay, this guy's this guy's gonna be easy to control, or he's gonna do the script? He's not going to do his own right. thing too much i don't know right which Just now granted in man of steel it's interesting of when i saw man of steel i would have said this is completely different from a nolan movie now 10 years later i can see snyder trying to fit himself in the nolan yeah. box it's, i can it's definitely the least see snydery movie of his filmography it does not look like the other two in this franchise which are no, it looks very Zack snyder movies yes, yes it looks better <laughs> yeah and it is much more real world Nolan-y than the other two that would follow also. Right, right, right. Um, so uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll super speed through uh, some of the other points. Uh, Henry Cavill is cast as Superman, of course. Um, he had been considered for the role for uh, Superman Returns in 2006. He lost out. Um, and uh, he had also been up for James Bond for Casino Royale. They didn't go with him because he was too young. They wanted to go older, but they liked him. Now he's um, probably too old now that he, they're the job. I know, right. <laughs> uh, he is British. He's the first non-American actor to play Superman, um, which I didn't like at the time not in like i, I had this like <laughs> I had this weird, yeah. um i had this kind of like firm thing in the ground of like it's an, I, did, I don't care it i'm trying to articulate this correctly of looking back on it but like it was like it should be it's an american character he's the ultimate like american character she's played by an american i, yeah, I don't know the why little mermaid needs to be <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what Ryan, I said. If, if they got an American to play James Bond, the British would lose their fucking shit. Right. That's yeah. yeah. Right. 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 So that's kind right. of the vibe you're, where you're coming from. That's exactly like Will Smith was brought up. I thought Will Smith would be great. Right. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, at, at a certain shot. time yeah. in his life. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um. Um. I. But like I that said that's a little fucking silly who cares uh right. but that, also, that was i mean i guess he's not as american of a character but batman was played by a british guy too or a welsh guy it, it, it's it doesn't fucking matter uh, yeah, and superman is super not an american <laughs> right he right. is he's an immigrant he uh, is he became an american yes. oh yes. that's right that's true it's the whole thing yep. um Man, that reminds me of Christian Bale for Batman Begins. They did. They wanted to hide that they had cast a British guy to play Batman. They didn't want people to think that Batman was going to be British in the movie. So his entire press tour, he had to use his American accent. <laughs> oh, well. God, times have changed. Um, times have changed. Um, uh, let's see. One thing I have here is that Henry Cavill wouldn't allow them to cgi his body yeah uh quote unquote no, he, he wanted he to like get he wanted to get fit naturally right he yeah, thought he didn't that want was them more to true help to him out right 
It's the phrasing, though, of like, quote unquote, wouldn't allow that I'm like, alarm bells are going off of like, let's be real. The studio was like, sure, we'd be happy to not add an extra 800 CGI shots, (laughs) but as long as in this shape by this date or (laughs) you have to look like this by this date or (laughs) I guess he also fought for to be able to keep his chest hair. He did. Um, I, I. You know what? He looks great in the movie. Who like his upper body is ripped out of his mind, and his lower body they don't show up very often. <laughs> I wonder if he just didn't have time. Skip like, the you leg know what I mean? Day. Like he's yeah. like, I gotta get yeah. You oh, you can CGI the legs. <laughs> um. Uh, Amy Adams gets Lois Lane. Um, you know, Lois, uh, Amy Adams had auditioned for uh, Superman Flyby, the J.J. Abrams one, and Superman Returns. Um, she finally got it in when she was a get that they were bringing on. <laughs> like, please be right. a name for this movie. Right. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, of course, from an episode of Smallville, a very, a, yeah. a, a very, very young Amy Adams. No kidding. Was a monster oh, I, of the week on an after school special, basically episode yes. of Smallville. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see. We got Michael Shannon as General Zod. Uh, Zack Snyder apparently approached him after a screening of his film Take Shelter in 2011. Um, I like Michael Shannon in this movie a whole lot. I don't think yeah. the writing is very good, but I think Shannon no. brings a lot to it. Um, they cast a I bunch did... of really talented actors. And give him nothing interesting to say. <laughs> Which surely the Nolan name on it was a little like, okay, yeah, let's, you know, I don't think they're doing right. Zack Snyder's Superman. No. They're doing Christopher Nolan Superman. Because yes. once again, that movie made infinity dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone saw back-end deals. <laughs> I mean, although both, both Cavill and Amy Adams have been circling this part for years in different iterations, maybe they have a affinity for that's Although true. i have to imagine when amy adams was circling lois lane she was picturing like fun margot kidder lois lane yeah, and right. Not right 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 literally I nothing constantly to do lois falling lane. all the time <laughs> <laughs> lois lane. she falls so much in this movie <laughs> stand your fucking feet god damn it it's also as far as Cavill, and as far as I know, Cavill does have like geeky inclinations and was excited to play Superman. But whenever Superman's coming around, they're looking at every tall, muscular, dark-haired dude. Right. <laughs> like it's Superman's. You can. It's pretty easy to look like Superman. You know. <laughs> like, right. It's it's not like Cavill had a huge career until he got this role. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Um, let's see. We also get uh, uh, Russell uh, Russell Crowe as Jarrell, Kevin Costner as Jonathan Kent, Diane Lane as Martha Kent, Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White, um, and uh, all of whom I like. But we're going to talk about all of those as we get into it. Um, I guess it's time to get into the plot, right? Is there is there anything else we want to go Wait, over about plot? pre-production? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enlighten me. No, um, I mean, this movie actually does have a plot, unlike Batman v Superman. Like, this movie, there's stuff to talk about. Right. Okay, as we do, uh, I'm just going to start reading directly from the Wikipedia. Um, as we've learned, four movies, these are broad. 
So we're going to have to fill in a lot of gaps. This isn't like the Smallville wiki where every little thing is added. We're going to have to go like, wait, 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 wait. We missed something. Um, so the planet Krypton is destabilized from the mining of the planetary core. Um, I did... <laughs> <laughs> I did think this was interesting of uh so of course the uh Superman the movie the classic Richard Donner one opens on the planet Krypton as a desolate ice planet um and there was clearly a design choice here to do something different uh to redesign Krypton in an interesting way except right, did they it- <laughs> it doesn't look like the movie Tron, like <laughs> like weird, like white. It's it's right. It, it, it's so simultaneously while they're like, well, it's a little more deserty. It's not ice. It's desert, but it's still like, what does anyone do on Krypton? <laughs> <laughs> it sure looks like it only exists to blow up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they it's, there's people who work on the baby seaweed. Yeah, I was gonna say they there's, mine babies. There's there's baby mining. There's a council of people in funny little hats. But like, it really looks like a strong influence on Dune. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's a little. I, I, and that is actually going to be one of my key issues with the movie, maybe philosophically, is if, A, it's trying to fit into that Chris Nolan box, right? And then it's also just do it different from the other movie. It's not the other movie, so do it different. Do it. Do you have like an idea? No, just different. <laughs> it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be different. <laughs> It has to be serious, Brian. This is yeah. serious stuff. <laughs> I get, and that's my other philosophical problem. Once again, kind of trying to get everything into that Chris Nolan box of like, do it like Batman, do it like fucking Batman. That's the key to all of it. This is what the people want. Superman, correct me, Zach. I, I, I don't know if you agree. I'm not saying you can't adapt it into different ways. I feel like the correct tone for Superman is similar to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, yeah. which are themselves yep. indebted to Superman, uh, yep. the Donner Superman movies. Of like, I don't know if Batman, Batman, the you can play with that dial, right, of fantastical. The Chris Nolan Batman movies essentially take place in our Earth and tries to interpret Batman on in our world or you can turn up the dial into tim burton fantastical both work yeah um superman is inherently kind of fantastical i was gonna say because he's got superpowers right right right. he's got to be it's got to be really really hard to write a story about superman because he's kind of invincible and he's also like a weenie. Like he's not like he's right, kind of lame. Right. Like he's yeah. not like a cool guy. <laughs> I think you can it's, write a story, yeah. but I don't think you can have a movie with that interesting of action set pieces because the, right, yeah, like, it's like that's why it I, should be a fun, funny movie. Right, you know, like a, <laughs> I bet he gets out of this. Like right, right. Yeah. it's. <laughs> Um, we, we, Zach and I have talked a lot in the, in the past about, we think Superman works best in like 
a more titanic y romantic context of yeah. like uh, how is how is superman gonna have it all how is he gonna smooch lois lane and <laughs> save everybody yes. that's where the ultimately superman's gonna punch the guy pretty good <laughs> he's pretty good at that <laughs> Yep. He's, Although he kind keeps of walking, his whole he keeps, thing. He keeps <laughs> walking up to people holding green crystals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An moron. idiot. I will say um, no kryptonite in this movie. No, that's pretty. That's interesting. That's not until the next one when you know, right? Of course, uh, racist Batman is trying to get him with the crystals. <laughs> not racist, xenophobic batman of course um okay uh continuing from the wikipedia just before the planet explodes krypton's supreme council in funny hats uh chief advisor jor-el infuses the genetics codex to, to his infant son kal-el the first naturally born kryptonian child in centuries gotta talk about this guys uh <laughs> i think we're going to talk about the same thing but go ahead there's there's a line here oh, never uh, mind. as basically I have something else <laughs> But go ahead, finish yours, and then I got something. Uh, so basically, Zod Zod is going to take over Krypton and just be like, "Yo, I'm in charge of Krypton now." And there's a whole tussle that's going to take place, and Russell Crowe is going to be like, "We have had the first naturally born child in hundreds of years," and it's like, "What, bud? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that's oh, don't worry." It won't come back in any way. It's not important. <laughs> it's just a weird thing Russell Crowe says in this movie about Superman. <laughs> anyway, Patrick, what was your thing? No, I was going to say, that's, yeah, you're right about that. Um, <laughs> I just want to make the point, and this might you know, come up later for you guys, but um, not every movie has the courage to show baby schlong so much. <laughs> Like, and I was thinking, I'm like, that kid, that baby is probably like 10, 11, 12, you know, we're only a couple years away from him, like his parents having to tell him like, yeah, like your dick was in a movie. Someday, someday, someday this comes, that young man, gonna, that young man know. will know and be able to tell a sexual partner that down there. Right. That's Superman's right. Yeah. dick. Yeah. Well, well, I was going to say, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But I was going to be like. It was like, yeah, we put there's dads be like, yeah, we we put your dick in a movie. And he'll <laughs> be like, was it some like low budget indie movie? He's like, no, it was a Superman movie that like <laughs> kind of everybody saw it, bud. A <laughs> modestly large amount of people, not enough to make a proper sequel, but <laughs> it was a Superman movie. Like people saw it. <laughs> Did great in China. <laughs> So I would say uh, you and I, Brian, are both on the record as saying, be, we just said it earlier in this podcast, being faithful to source material doesn't make it good. So the problems and with this movie And also in this context, kind of meaningless. <laughs> the, pro the problems with this movie aren't because it's not the version you and I like, although that's a problem for us. Right. But the movie can still work on its own. And, right. and it frequently does and frequently doesn't. Um, let me give you an example. This first opening scene on Krypton is like a fucking half hour long. Maybe not, but it feels like a fucking mm -hmm. half hour. 51 minutes. They're on Krypton for 51 <laughs> minutes. 
Is that a real actual thing? Yes. No, no that's there's not an real. hour no. there. No, that's not no, true. It, it's like a half hour. I paused it a one time. I looked at. Well, I paused this movie a lot just to see how much time I had left. <laughs> and maybe they had just gotten to Earth at 51 minutes. <laughs> Can I? Uh, shit, I don't have my phone on me, but I believe the conversation went. I, I texted Patrick in the middle of. Like early earlier today, before noon, of like, hey, we we were gonna record Man of Steel tonight if you still want to, and to which I get back from Pat, yep, watching it now, and then a little time goes by, and I get, woof, two hours and twenty two minutes, huh? <laughs> oh boy. Oh. So right. okay, so this this opening sequence on Krypton, like a lot of it's good. But they do the same beat over and over. So we get the scene in yeah. the throne room or whatever, and they're like, the world's about to end. And then Zod bursts in and is like, I'm Zod. I'm the villain. Here's what I believe. And Jor-El's <laughs> like, no, you're wrong. And then uh, he's Here's like, take him away. And then, show he, everybody you're back. <laughs> then he escapes. And then Jor-El goes back. They get the kid in the spaceship. And then Zod fucking comes back again. And it's like, I'm Zod. I'm the bad guy. Here's what I believe. <laughs> and and Jor-El's like, ah, this is what I believe. And they have the same conversation again. Can't you just have it start with them putting him on the ship? And then Zod comes in. And is like, ah, I'm Zod. Right. I'm the bad guy. Right. <laughs> 20 to... 20 to 51 minutes cut out right there. Uh, I also, it's also with the, the scene where I don't know if I'm alone on this one of where we're in the council room with everyone in dumb hats and uh, Russell Crowe's like, the planet's going to explode, you know, like it does in <laughs> Superman. Uh, <laughs> and then suddenly a wall explodes and Zod comes in like, hey, this is mine now. And it's like, is that how this works? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, you didn't bring like, I thought, I thought there'd be more people. <laughs> just like five it, guys show up to a it, wall. And I was like, everybody on the ground. Zod, isn't Zod upset that the Krypton ruined the planet? Like, he knows it's about to be destroyed. Right? I, be, I believe that is um, that is stated, right? Like, it's... Right. it's uh, so what are we doing, Zod? Zod is... <laughs> What are you taking over? Just get out of there. <laughs> Go out on top. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um so uh, <laughs> um, uh, Jor-El manages to send Kal-El in a spacecraft towards Earth before being killed by General Zod during an uprising. Yes, Zach, question. <laughs> How fucking hard would it have been <laughs> to build a spaceship with room for two more? Uh, it can't be that much harder. Spaceships work, Zach. Brian, it can't be that much harder. If you can build a spaceship for one, <laughs> you can build it for three. I'm telling you right now. Weird call. Uh, another... Weird call on their part. <laughs> another thing I wrote down here. Uh, just I, I forgot the actual, but. The characters we know the names of on Krypton. There's Kal-El. What's his dad's name? Jor-El. 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 There's Zod. And then the mom's name is like Laura. 
Yeah. <laughs> Laura L, but it's fine. It's fine, Pat. It's okay. fine. Right. They don't call her Laura L. It's just <laughs> Laura. <laughs> yeah. Zod, Kal-El, and uh, Bill. <laughs> Fred. Fred is here, too. Yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> Jim and Tuto over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He thinks this whole planet's supposed to be crazy. But Brian, the interesting thing is you were talking about how they just want to do everything different, but they're hitting every pretty much every beat from the original. But they're not. That's the other thing. It is kind of just Superman one and two again. (laughs) Like it's that's where I, I had read it as Goyer presented this take that excited Nolan. Was that take just Superman one and two again? <laughs> what is the I, take? Yeah, since <laughs> yeah, since right. I since I heard that and saw the movie, I for ten years I have been trying to figure out what his take was. What like, what was the original pitch? Superman one and take, but what if it's one and two? But what if it was no fun? <laughs> right, yeah. Super. He's like, here we go. Get this. Get this. Okay, get this. We do Superman, <laughs> but it's serious. Was that it? And Owen was like, oh, fuck, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Get him on the horn. (laughs) We're making pictures, baby. (laughs) My one one thought is that maybe it was the pitch of Superman is not Superman yet, and then Zod comes down like aliens invading and calls him out, which is kind of an interesting take, and that could be where they could have started the movie there. Like... Him just at home. Yes. Aliens come down. Right. The kind of close encounters y stuff. Uh, taking it in a more sci fi e direction doesn't not make sense to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. Per- yeah, it's like seeing on paper, I'm like, oh, that's an interesting take. Now seeing the movie, I'm like, no, it's not. But <laughs> actually, it should probably just be a nice guy who wears his underpants on the outside. That's probably with <laughs> Superman. I, maybe we shouldn't fuck with it that bad. Maybe. Or maybe, hear me out, and this is weird to say, considering I love Superman. He's what it, he's he is he's my guy. I love Superman. Maybe maybe he's just not good for the movies right now. Like, <laughs> that's I, I don't know. Is that crazy? Like maybe you can't really make a good Superman movie. <laughs> um, that's what I said. I think it'd be hard. It's hard. It's hard, and like it, it's the okay. You is, just kind of be a nostalgic guy. Is, they pretty much nailed it already. So they right. tried. They tried <laughs> just doing that again. Fuck that up. And then they tried. <laughs> we'll do the opposite. Fuck that up. It's the 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 joke that I made uh, when we were talking about Superman the movie is like Chris Reeve. Superman or Chris Reeve didn't look like Superman. Superman looks like Chris Reeve. Like it's just there's nowhere to go but down as far as interpretations of Superman go. Um, uh, Okay. Any other thoughts about uh, the Krypton sequence? Oh, we got so much to go, boys. (laughs) Oh, quick note. Uh, And I could say I could say this till later, but I first wrote it down during the Krypton action scenes. Um, Zack Snyder, real excited about that CGI zoom in. Loves it. Loves it. It's so <laughs> we, dumb we every time. It. We get it 45 yeah. times in this movie, I think. <laughs> it's not a handheld camera. It's fake. <laughs> but it looks like it is, Brian. 
there's bits I don't mind of that of like I don't mind especially later in don't get me wrong this is the only compliment I have about the third act and like that action scene I don't mind the quote-unquote documentary style where rather than we're not rather than perfectly framing it for the characters the camera is sometimes following the characters of like they'll go off frame boom the handheld shoots in their direction I think it's fun I think it's interesting I think it's especially popular at the time um, I agree a hundred percent, and I think it's his his best directed uh, movie. If in that respect, uh, just the way it looks yes. and the way it's cut together. <laughs> yes, um, still not great. Doesn't make for a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the uh, only other thing is uh, Zod gets sent to the Phantom Zone as like in that other like in that other movie. Um, and the little rockets they put them in look like penises. That's it. Uh, there's so many penis phallic-shaped <laughs> ships in this fucking movie. Um, <laughs> I read just before coming on this podcast that uh, Zack, Snyder, Zack Snyder in an interview said that was intentional because of the fertility stuff that was going on on Krypton. That don't make – but the fertility stuff in Krypton don't make no sense, Zack. <laughs> It don't make no sense. It has nothing to do with anything, Zack Snyder. Or just, I just, or like just idea, don't do that. The idea that if you, you think if you make stuff look like dicks and vaginas, it's deep. It's really deep. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's because we didn't even have time. We barely got into the, the baby farm, the artificial baby farm, because it don't make no sense. And I you can't. <laughs> You can't fit it naturally into a conversation because it's nothing. <laughs> it's just, remember the Matrix? It's here in a Superman movie, I guess. Yeah, we did one of those too. <laughs> this movie sucks. Um, bad movie. Okay, uh, moving on. Kal-El lands in Kansas, where he's adopted by Jonathan and Martha Kent and named Clark. As he, grow, uh, as he grows older, he develops superhuman powers that Jonathan urges him to keep hidden, even refusing Clark's help years later. Oh, fuck. This is... I think let's just let's talk about things as they come up in the wiki. I think that's the only way we're going to get through this with our heads. Um, so I'm just going to keep reading here. Uh, even refusing Clark's help years later during a tornado incident where he loses his life. Burdened with guilt over Jonathan's death, Clark travels the globe, hiding under various aliases, seeking purpose in life. So an interesting move here. Um, the story is not presented purely linearly we don't get clark on earth clark as a young man we get flashbacks through the movie like they're batman basically begins. get it doing, yeah, they're doing money. batman begins <laughs> they're doing batman begins right. exactly um how do you all feel about jonathan kent in this movie as played by kevin costner controversial controversial on the internet I don't feel good I'll say this, about I like. it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Pat, I, I, I don't know how Pat's nodding. Pat's nodding, yes, but I don't know to what. <laughs> Pat's nodding it's no not, now. Yeah, no, I it's agree. Not the, I, it's not the Costner performance. The way the character's written, I think, is yeah. thumbs down. 
Interesting. It's I, that is the common sentiment. Okay, let's talk about it. So I think the big thing here is uh, in reference to a, what a lot of the internet doesn't like is specifically a scene uh, where young Clark uh, saves a school bus. Uh, the school bus goes into the lake of, um, I've unplugged my headphones, but I'm just going to keep riffing into the uh, mic as I fix it. Um, so uh, I've got my shit together. I didn't riff into the mic as I did it. <laughs> um, so he saves a bunch of people and uh, basically a bunch of of uh, the kids have witnessed Clark do this amazing thing. And a lot of people are like, what's up with your, your kid. And Kevin Costner's Pa Kent is like, Hey man, you shouldn't have done that. To which Clark asks, should I have just let them die? To which Pa Kent says, I don't know. Right. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, uh, look, what are we saving it uh, for then, pal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what are we waiting for? I don't. First of all, I don't love that take. But but even if you will do love that take, they have four scenes with Kevin Costner and young Clark Kent at various stages that are the exact same beat every yes, fucking yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. We needed one scene. Um, we needed one of those. The best right. of them is the is the right. scene where the bullies are beating him up, and he's like, "Why can't I fight back?" and Yes. That's the best of right. the, in my opinion, of those scenes. Aside right. from that, don't love the take of Johnny K. Like, um, you have to hide yourself to the point where you let me get killed by a tornado. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it time to open up the tornado? It's time to talk well, about the tornado, well, which well, I think is one of the dumbest scenes in a movie I've ever seen. Real quick, <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait, I, I'm sure you guys picked up on uh, who was on the bus. Oh, Pete Whitney Ross? Fordman from Smallville. That's real, Pete, Zach. Pete, <laughs> Pete, Pete Ross. Pete's there. Yeah. Who's in Smallville. And so is Lana. Yep. Lana's Lana, there. Yeah, yes. They say, and yeah, Zach was, was, Whitney was, Fordman. Didn't know Did that. Did they but say yeah, Whitney no, Fordman? They... One of the novelizations clarifies oh, Whitney okay. Fordman. <laughs> I love the Good nod one. to Smallville. Yeah. Appreciate it, Zach Snyder. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, so... But let's yep. yeah, because it doesn't happen until later in the movie, but the wiki's talking about it now. Let's talk about the tornado scene, right. Brian. Okay, so this is so dumb. This is yeah. the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever seen. It, this is the, this is the perfect go... example of we rushed, we we went with the first draft because we need to come up yes. with a better reason for this to happen, and they just they didn't. They were like, eh, it's fine. It's 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 the pinnacle, like not this, but <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. Um. I, so before we talk about it, for anyone who's not familiar with it and doesn't know literally what we're about to get into, is this Zach? We watched all the Superman movies. Is this the dumbest scene in all of them, including <laughs> Superman three and four, which are really bad? <laughs> it it is because we are expected to take this seriously in a way we are not with the bad scenes in the other movies like this is supposed to be a big emotional <laughs> moment and all anyone could think about is he has fucking super speed man <laughs> Don't get mention. oh there's more stupid there's more stupid right okay yeah let's make sure we hit that point because <laughs> 
why why is Kevin Cos in that spot to begin with? Is because he went back for the fucking dog. I was I guess, so basically there's a tornado. A tornado hits while they're on the highway and they're all getting out of their cars, which actually the safest place in a tornado is to be in your car. Also, Brian, <laughs> um it looks to me like they they were in the far left lane. There was a median <laughs> of just grass, and then there was open road going the other direction. Yeah, right. All they had to do was drive across the grass and the other direction and get the fuck out of there. You think Johnny K is going to break traffic laws, Zach? I thought I knew you. What have we been doing since 2020? (laughs) The only thing I can think that makes sense since the, the the scene takes place in the year like 2001 whatever early 2000s late 1990s it's like the farming industry is taking a hit like i got a wife and this kid that's not even mine that i have to support like i'm getting the fuck out of here i'm done with this <laughs> take me away Just take but, like, me away so so what happens so what happens here is the tornado is approaching they're all going to hide under the underpass once again apparently according to experts bad idea don't go under the underpass stay in your car um i don't know not a tornado expert don't take my advice look it up for yourselves <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get sued because I said stay in your car. Maybe that's not right. Your car has like airbags. I've never and seen shit. a tornado like, in my life. You're right. I, I think in general it's better hits. to get right. That makes sense to me. Once again, look it up for make a decision for yourselves. Don't sue me if you end up in a <laughs> I've never seen a tornado. Um but so then so they're all gonna go under the underpass. Bad, dumb, don't. Um and uh this is after a conversation of course where young clark is like you're not even my real parents um uh just to add that extra little stab of guilt in there uh make it a real uncle ben moment in a good movie (laughs) (laughs) and it's fully 30 36 year old henry cavill with like a (laughs) doofy haircut uh so tornado's coming they're gonna go under the underpass and uh uh-oh they left the dog in the car (laughs) and so so clark's gonna go back and and johnny k is like no 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 you can't you can't so this old ass fucking kevin costner looking motherfucker (laughs) it's okay for him to go back and save the dog (laughs) but not built like a Fucking yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Like, take, take, live, strong. Yeah, take the superpowers out of it. <laughs> That's the fucker I'm sending anyways. Or, or, I'm throwing this out there. I don't know what general opinion of this, of this is going to be. Zach, I know you're an animal guy. Leave the fucking, Leave the fucking dog. dog. <laughs> no, no, look. It's, you don't need the dog. it's an old dog. Look, I don't care. The point is, you don't have to make this decision because Superman is there. And he has super speed. He can go get the dog without anyone seeing him. It's now, I understand. I understand on some level with what we've set before. I'm not saying this works. I'm not saying this justifies it. I'm saying it's stupid and bad. But like, we've set up that like people are suspicious of Clark and, um, 
like this would just be another thing that would draw more attention to Clark of like he heroically saved a dog from the tornado. So leave the dog. (laughs) (laughs) No, if if uh, Patrick, correct me if I'm wrong. If Kurt was like, I'm going to go back for the dog. I'm like, no, you're not. No, bud. you're not. No, you're <laughs> if not. If our father was like, I'm going to go run. The- nah, bud, you're going to stay under the underpass because you're old. <laughs> why, why, why did we close the car doors? We're running away. Why, why right. Yeah. And, yeah. and why are we all in the, the dog car in, in the tornado car in country? The first place. They, they really <laughs> fucked up leaving the dog in the car. In the first mean, place. Yes. That was the huge mistake. My God. So then, um, uh, it's like the reason isn't even good. Costner gets his ankle caught in like the seal, <laughs> which hurts him. So it's not even like a Done dignified it. death. We can do a full podcast episode on this fucking scene. Because <laughs> also, because also, <laughs> generally, the the Johnny K death, which is a, a generally considered part of the Superman canon, is usually a heart attack. Uh, and it's usually meant to mean that you can't save everyone. There are underlying things right. you can't save. Every- but you could have saved your dad that one right. time. You just did. Okay. Again, <laughs> Kevin Costner, what are we waiting for? If he was still alive at the end of this movie, Zod would come down. He goes, don't do it, Clark. (laughs) The world's about to fucking explode, but don't show him. And you can fucking run real fast. They they won't be able to handle it. You dumb there motherfucker. Were, there were just so many options. He could have yeah. he could have gone over and held his dad <laughs> until the tornado overtook them and then so super sped out of there and been like, oh we got thrown yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, whoa! I don't know. Whoa! There's so many things he could have done. There Clark were, from like, Smallville would have had everyone out of there and safe in <laughs> in 20 seconds. And Smallville would have forgotten about the tornado by next week. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those mom lifting a car off a fucking infant see things. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's it's the worst part of this movie. I think clearly bar if, none, the dumbest yes. thing. If you it's the worst thing to in make, a Superman movie. If you wanted to make that choice of he doesn't save his dad because his dad doesn't want him to show who he is, you had to work harder for it than that. I it still could have been a fucking heart attack. Could have been a car crash. Could have been a fucking. There's just no Not reason that. it had to be this dumb. No. Yeah. yeah. And like, there's no way they thought this would. Like, Costner didn't read these pages and go, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> like, right? <laughs> Veteran actor and director Kevin Costner didn't go, this is good. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting paid how much? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I get, no, the ch- Costner showed up half drunk and was like, yeah, well, yeah. all right, sure, whatever. He directed The Postman. <laughs> Does this get me home by six? Great. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, which is a shame, I will say all of this, because I do think Costner's good casting. For like a Johnny K? He's, yes, he's great casting for a Johnny K. Um, what do you think about, um, 
uh who's martha what is her name diane lane. is that diane lane i also like her i like the scene uh where we show young Clark in school and he's like having trouble with his superpowers and like, oh no, like the x-ray vision's all happening and he can hear everything all at once. Almost as if he has these like anxiety attacks where it all comes on at once. And he goes and he hides in a closet in the school and his mom has to come get him out of his closet. I like that in theory on paper. I do not like the scene as is because it's stupid. (laughs) Yes, agreed. Agreed on both counts. Also, the entire school of children is outside the door right it's not it's played like what a are the teachers doing? get him away what are you what? it's and this and, and so his mom shows up and is like clark what's going on buddy and he's like the world's too big mom and like all the kids wouldn't be like what the fuck what the is happening fuck is here it? right and and she gets there specific like suspiciously fast like right. does she have like was, was John was Johnny Kent holding her back too? Um, yeah. like, <laughs> don't show this because she gets there like before the door closes. Like, yeah, right. it's so once again, it's exact to your point of like this feels like a first draft of like oh man, show a flashback where he's having trouble adjusting to the superpowers in school. Not this, but yeah, and right, then they yeah. film a better it. one. <laughs> But something that hits these emotional beats. And then Zach was like, put all the school kids around. Like, (laughs) no! Make fun of them. (laughs) Uh, um, Apparently in Smallville, I don't know if we see it now or later, um, we do get a sign for... um, uh, You mentioned Pete Ross. He'll show up a little later, uh, too, as an adult. Uh, We also get a garage sign for Sullivan's. This was apparently a Chloe Sullivan from Smallville reference, intentionally. There's a lot of of Smallville references. Little ones. It's canon. It's canon now. It's canon, baby. (laughs) Uh, All right. Moving on. I'm just going to read the whole paragraph and then we can comment on everything that's kind of listed here. Daily Planet reporter Lois Lane receives an assignment to investigate the discovery of a Kryptonian scout ship in the Canadian Arctic. Oh, my God. Clark enters the ship disguised as a worker and learns from its artificial intelligence... AI, thanks, Wiki, uh, modeled after his father, Jorel, that Clark was sent to Earth to guide its people. While following Clark, Lois inadvertently triggers the ship's security system, uh, and he uses his powers to rescue Lois from its defenses. He wears a uniform provided by the ship's AI and begins testing his flying abilities. Unable to convince Supervisor Perry White to publish an article on the incident, Lois tracks down Clark in Smallville with the intent of exposing him. However... Lois drops the story upon hearing of Jonathan Kent's sacrifice, keeping Clark's identity safe, which fuels Perry's submission, uh, uh, suspicions. I, I would just, it was the quickest, like, figuring out your powers montage. Like, yeah. Was, like, was, he flew too high once and then he got it. Like, yeah. It, it's, there's no moment. And, and, no. It's simultaneously like I know like we've seen Superman on screen, so like I don't know if like there was an element here of like we don't need to see it all again. Um, hmm. 
but like there's nothing here when that final moment comes and he he's in the superman outfit and he takes flight it's not like oh cool right yeah no no right i was gonna say i was gonna save it to the end there too but it was just like russell crowe going oh i'm your dad here's a superman suit and yeah. like the whole build up of the movie was him getting like a day job as a reporter like that was the big like, <laughs> oh yeah that's in the comic book too and that was just <laughs> right um so we got some stuff here we have a lot of like clark flashbacks here once again of clark globe trotting learning about himself occasionally saving people i don't similarly i like all of this on paper and don't like any of it in the Can movie i, I think the to, oil rig yeah. scene is dumb so yeah like i had a question when since when was the s not for superman like was that is that always like a thing like in the comic so, book that's uh I, I think that started as a thing in the original richard donner movie from the 70s um which opens on krypton marlon brando is wearing an s and that is the first and everyone's wearing weird things on their chest it's uh, yep. it's the first time i think it's been implied that like oh it's a family crest um in this movie i think it feels more like the element of which we still have in comic book movies where we're embarrassed that it's based on a comic book because oh. <laughs> those are silly. So we have to come up with reasons why um, that reminds everything. me. Yeah, Batman, the, the Chris Nolan Batman has that in a way in like those movies are good, but where they remove all the fantastical elements from it and they try to make it make sense in the real world. Right. Yeah, he didn't um, even want to have the Batmobile, but David Goyer is like, you can't not have the Batmobile. I'm sure the WB was like, hey, that's a dude, the Batmobiles are toy money. We need right. fucking yeah, Batmobile exactly. toys. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, but um, that makes sense because even like later on in the movie, where it's like Lois Lane, you have to wear this helmet now to match our ass. Like, who gives yeah, a right. fuck? Uh, Put her on the fucking <laughs> ship. Right. Who gives um, a fuck. <laughs> But you'll see it. You'll see it in Marvel movies still to this day, where like, oh, this villain is appearing in that movie, but they still won't use the villain name. It's just they'll have the power because, like, that's too gotcha. comic booky. So even in the trailer for this movie, um, mm -hmm. the at it ends with the interrogation scene of Lois Lane and Superman in a room together, and Lois Lane goes, "What about suit?" and it gets cut off because superman's a silly name that would be it a silly stupid. thing to say yeah. <laughs> like in this movie about superman <laughs> right <laughs> it's the man of steel so you know what doesn't have this problem sorry zach go ahead i was going to talk about spider-man 2 and how good spider-man 2 is <laughs> <laughs> that movie's goofy as hell and it's so goofy and still takes its characters and its stakes seriously and yes. like it doesn't have to like fake it it can just I mean, still take place in a silly bright comic book world yep you said it's it. all right it's perfect it's okay <laughs> it's allowed you're allowed to have a fancy full colorful comic book time <laughs> <laughs> so in this sequence when we see clark wandering uh and having different odd jobs or whatever there's one sequence where he works in a bar and there's a, a guy who bullies him in the bar basically <laughs> who 
was it's a like very similar. Two feet shorter than Henry Cavill. Right. That's what I was going to say, Brian. Can't we cast someone who's like bigger than him or the same size? Because he, he, even if he doesn't know he's Superman, no one's picking a fight with that fucking guy. No. <laughs> Henry Cavill's a very large man. And they cast a tiny nothing guy to be the bully. It's it is a comedically good sequence where the guy like goes to shove him, cavils a brick fucking wall, and they, there is yeah. a fun. The guy does a fun reaction to that, but it is like you wouldn't do that, right? right. <laughs> yeah, right. And his move is just to shove him. Right. Like, right. You you better, if you're gonna if you're gonna attack a guy that big, you better take him down. You better go for something better than the shove. Right. Um, you only got one shot, and that yeah, exactly. was it. Yeah. And as yeah. we said before, his chest being the biggest part of him. Like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that guy who plays the bully is uh, appears as a villain in an episode of Smallville. Wow. Wow. Typecast. <laughs> um, Brian, I, I texted you this. Uh, I counted four people who appeared in Smallville appeared in this movie. I looked it up. Eight. Eight actors who have appeared eight. in Smallville appear throughout this movie. Do you want to list wow. them off now? Do you have them ready? Um, I, I don't have the names of the actors, which is rude. Um, there's that guy. <laughs> They're There's all another... listening. We have Shove Man. Yeah. <laughs> Classic super, uh, there's a, Superman. There's one bad of the guy. one yeah. of the military scientists uh, is a a doctor in Smallville in the later seasons. He's a recurring character. Um, one of the random people Lois is asking about Superman is uh was already in an episode we saw and will appear in another episode of Smallville as uh. He was like someone's brother who died. Remember the episode where the kid, the John Q episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he Terrible. played the John. He played the kid's brother. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Got um, it. There's Amy Adams. Those are the ones I noticed. And then there's four other ones that uh, I didn't so realize. Six total. You said six Smallville eight. people eight. who have appeared. In... Eight, eight. How many of the eight? We'll never know the answer to this question. Nobody knows. So we all we can do is guess. How many of them went? <laughs> you know, I was on Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Amy Adams did. <laughs> probably not. Actually. I she think it might be like... seven and Amy Adams is the one who didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smallville, Smallville. Never. <laughs> um. So uh, that scene ends with um, uh, Clark shoving a. So basically, this guy who he picks a fight with basically like grabs a waitress's ass or something, or uh, harasses a waitress. Clark goes to stand in of like it's a rowdy truck bar. I'm sure this happens all the time, and like the owner's gonna be like, Clark, don't do that. Like, yeah, just fucking throw the guy out. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, slap um, the guy in the face. Yeah, right. Um, so Clark like throws like wooden pole, like logs, giant like logs through the guy's truck. Um, I don't know if that's like the most Superman move. <laughs> to be fair, he's not Superman yet. Um, it's, I'm not. I don't. 
I'm in the wrong here. I don't know what the proportional response is. <laughs> but like, that's nah, that guy's that. livelihood, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy, though. No, that was a I'm good not move. saying the guy didn't suck. But <laughs> I'm not saying the insurance. fictional harasser didn't suck. <laughs> he has insurance. <laughs> um... How do we yeah, feel? I thought the waitress handled herself pretty well in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of had the whole thing under control. Um, how do we feel about uh, Lois Lane in this movie? Zach, you are a big Lois Lane fan. Yes, Lois Lane is my favorite character in the Superman mythos. And uh, I think she's a disaster here. And it's not Amy Adams' fault. She's the best. <laughs> she's She's doing the best she can. She's you know it's just they the character is nothing they don't give her any mm. if you if you had to describe the character of lois lane in this movie to someone without saying what she does like what her occupation is how would you describe her you couldn't do it because there's nothing amy adams <laughs> very pretty marry me <laughs> right yeah you can't she describe falls. her physical she falls yeah. a lot. <laughs> And Lois is supposed to be this very, you know, vivacious, exciting, full of life, funny, very important, funny character. Right, right. Here's she's here's a Lois's... character. She's not just a love interest. Like, no, she's yeah, not there to fawn over Superman. And she's right. uh, her one of her first lines is this right here. Um, <laughs> she's she's talking to one of the military people. Uh, what can I say? I get writer's block if I'm not wearing a flak jacket. Great. <laughs> Great. Just tell the audience who you are. Just. Hi, <laughs> Lois Lane. Get writer's block. <laughs> yes. She also has, I think the, uh, might be the worst line in the movie or the second worst. She's talking to Perry White. She wants to write the story about Superman and uh, he says no and she says it's me we're talking about I'm a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist <laughs> just so you know audience <laughs> in case you were confused and also in case you Perry White my boss at the newspaper <laughs> I won the Pulitzer Prize working for let me remind you. Uh, oh, it's just it's they did her dirty. They did the character and they did Amy Adams dirty. And I'm I wonder how she felt about having to come back for two other. I'm sure that she liked the money, but she was probably like, oh, that was a contractual. <laughs> because the thing is, you sign on for like eight movies. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, we might do eight of these. So you got to come in for oh all of them. God. And she might be got off lucky. She only had to do two other ones. Um slash maybe some reshoots um i will say uh cavill and amy adams do have better chemistry than ralph and uh bosworth yes agree they're both better um, actors but it's easy it's easy to come up from nothing <laughs> yeah um it's easy to come up from don't seem like they want to smooch at all <laughs> <laughs> Seems like they would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Think each other are attractive. <laughs> uh, um, 
I don't mind, once again, on paper, in like a first draft kind of way, this idea of retranslating the Lois and Clark dynamic to, oh, Lois is chasing down this guy who is doing all of these incredible things and like is like hunting him down and retranslating that from they work together and the sure. Clark dips away and is Superman and is like, who's the guy in the glasses? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I think that is a fair Nolanization of their relationship, for lack of a better word. It doesn't work. It's just in no. theory on paper. That's it doesn't. Fun. It's what it's not. What's not working about it is not that part of it. What's not working is that they didn't right. make a character of Lois Lane for him to fall <laughs> in love with. Right, 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 right. Um, so. Um, I don't mind um, finding the ship in the Arctic, um, which is sort of like an old ship Krypton sent to Earth at some point. Making that the Fortress of Solitude, I think that's kind of fun. Not fun enough to save anything, but I'm like, sure, sure, mm -hmm. sure. Um, doesn't make less sense than throwing a crystal in the water and now you have an ice palace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so weird thing happens. We get here. um, we get we get Lois and Clark in the ship with Russell Crowe, and then she she gets hurt, and he has to save her. And then we cut back to the scene with Perry White, presumably days or weeks later. She was in the Antarctic. Now she's down in Metropolis mm. having this conversation. <laughs> then we it takes cut some time back to adjust to, to the time, probably. Then we cut back to the ship, and it's like Clark is just picking up his conversation with Russell Crowe, like. He, was, was he at, he was just hanging out in that ship for a week before we started talking to him again or what happened there he hitchhiked back never, he's like i never came up never came up yeah. <laughs> I also don't love, this is more of a philosophical thing. Um, I don't know that I love Jorel having such a presence on earth of just like hologram daddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I prefer it to be a little bit more of a cryptic relationship of like pre-recorded messages, right. but that's just an interpretation thing. I, I understand. I, yeah. I understand on some level what we're trying to do here on a script level is paint some kind of dichotomy. Is that the word um, of are you going to go the, the Pa Kent way and hide or are you going to go the Jor-El way and be a man of action? Presenting that uh, split to him through his father figures, I think is interesting. I don't think it's good. I think it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to see it in a better movie. And also, justice for Pa Kent. <laughs> pa Kent ain't no bitch. <laughs> John yeah, Schneider agreed. ain't no bitch. He was a Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> but... Um. <clears throat> So, um, anything else we want to hit from this segment? Do we want to move on? Let's move on. Yeah. Zod and his crew escape the Phantom Zone, where they're imprisoned for treason for their actions against Krypton. They travel to Earth 
to turn it into a new Krypton, possessing several terraforming devices salvaged from Kryptonian outposts. Following Clark and Lois's capture, Zod's science officer, Jax Ur, extracts Clark's genes to create Kryptonian colonists who will build a society based on Zod's ideals of genetic purity. Using Jor-El... Uh, Jorel's AI to take over the ship, Clark and Lois flee and warn the U.S. military of Zod's plan, resulting in an explosive confrontation between Clark and Zod's troops. I'm out of nice things to say about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we skipped we over in, so much. It's we've, sk- uh, we've skipped over so much, but like it's also like those are the broad like pieces. Zod shows up. And it's bad, not fun Superman 2. And um, I'm out. I'm out of things to say. <laughs> so I would say I, I actually kind of like that section of the movie uh, when Zod shows up and the fight battle in the small town, I guess in Smallville. I don't mind that. The stuff on the spaceship is kind of boring um i i have some logistical questions yes first of all Unless what real is the fast, fan... pat did you have a pat did you have a thought on that? i was gonna say the the movie could have ended at the fight at smallville <laughs> <laughs> we could have wrapped it wrong. all up there but you're not ahead. wrong it doesn't it doesn't proceed emotionally from there <laughs> um the the phantom zone in this movie what is it is it just a spaceship it doesn't I was curious of like it does feel like the Phantom Zone didn't play that big of a role. But they said we're sending him to the Phantom Zone right. and then they put him in a spaceship and send that off. Well, there was the it looked like a made black hole. Like they oh, went okay. into that I think that's triangle also what they said dialogue wise, yeah. And that yeah, it was like a triangle thing with blue lightning going all over through it. They went through it, and they said when Krypton exploded, that also exploded. Oh, so we just got to wait till Krypton explodes to get out of here. That's well, it. Well, because of the way time has both happened and will never happen, we are stuck mm. in this liminal space for all time. Just watching, just watching movies, Zach. Which you know what? It could be worse. It could be worse. I, mean, I wish there were less lucky of us. <laughs> it, it was lucky of us to stumble upon this uh, cachet of old DVDs. Yes, yes. <laughs> be great if there was a. Be great if there was a good one in there, but <laughs> we got the Nolan Batman's. We're gonna get to him. We We're gonna get to him. Right We're gonna get to can't, him. Can't wait. Um, so we had this sequence where Zod brings Clark aboard the ship and then goes inside his brain and like shows him things. And ostensibly, Zod is trying to convince Clark to help him make Earth into Krypton. Right. 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 Which, man, there were like two seasons of Doctor Who where they did that. Well, here's the thing. If you're trying to convince the guy, maybe don't have like the Sea of Skulls and have him drown in that. <laughs> it's like, like, okay, so I'm kind of Space Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to come with a better pitch than that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just... 
<laughs> Michael Shannon just so spooky, Zog. scary skeletons. <laughs> we're gonna take yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I, I do want to specify real fast. Big, even though I do not like this movie and I do not like General Zod in this movie. Big Michael Shannon fans in this house. My dog is named <laughs> Michael Shannon the dog. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, great actor. We call him Mikey, but his his formal yep. name is Michael yes. Shannon the dog. Christian name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, it's i uh my wife was walking by uh the tv as i was watching this and uh looked at it and went oh i forgot michael shannon did this <laughs> i did enjoy with michael shannon um that they they put him in a goatee to show that time had passed <laughs> right he, in the phantom zone he grew a goatee meticulously maintained <laughs> <laughs> time has passed and he's the bad guy yeah <laughs> space hitler got space hitler i do like um, a lot of the stuff in that showdown in smallville it is of course too repetitive and goes on for too long but it's a but to your point, I like the way it's the first time we've maybe seen a super movie, Superman movie ever. The like a, a feeling of momentum and like force and power that Kryptonians yeah. would probably have while fighting. Um, yes. Uh, you will notice that every shot of this scene has a brand in the background. Mm -hmm. This movie, I broke the Guinness World Record for the most product placement in a single movie. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I it's, saw Clark sipping on a Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, with that being the case, they did a pretty good job with it then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, brands, yeah, that's what that's what is in towns. <laughs> right, 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 right. Places have stores and ads and stuff. Like wow. It's... it's but it is funny how, uh, hey, it, you cut Pat to your point earlier. Hey, it's a Superman movie. Everyone's going to see it. Eh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not like really, though. It did okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it wasn't a flop by any means, but it was a disappointment. There is no Man of Steel 2. There was enough of a disappointment that they were like, okay, we got to bring Batman back. Batman, yeah. they had get just get Batman finished in now. Batman like a year before. Right. And they're like, yeah. all right, we got to bring Batman back into this shit. Fuck. <laughs> it wasn't the character Batman that we liked. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was the story around you dumb fucks. I will say uh, as a, a yes, but. I, I think Zach can attest to if we go into a movie with Batman, you already start like five points up from zero. True, you know, yes. you gotta, you gotta kind of like ruin it for me for right. to get back into like bad movie territory. Batman, it, you start at like, all right, I'm primed to like this. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. You it's funny because <laughs> I remember before he even got the job for man of steel, reading an interview with Zack Snyder, where they were like, what movie would you want to direct? If you could, like any movie, and he said, The Dark Knight Returns, which is a Batman comic that largely inspired his terrible Batman movie. And then he did Superman, and it seems like he doesn't really like Superman based on 
his interpretation of it. The movie he makes. <laughs> the first chance he gets when Nolan leaves, he's like, "Okay, we're gonna do Dark Knight Returns, though. We're gonna bring, we're gonna bring Batman in, and we're gonna do this." Right. And right. It, they did try to spin it like we were coming, like they, we were gonna do Man of Steel two, and we're like, "Who would be a good villain? What about Batman?" Not like. The studio yeah, was like, okay. yeah, like, okay. Put fucking Batman <laughs> in this movie right now. Put Batman in here. Put Batman in this movie or you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, yo, you want Brainiac? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mitzel Picklick? Mr. Mitzel Picklick. Mr. Mitzel, get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit um just thinking of uh fuck fuck any other thoughts on this segment here no uh, let's, before i move pat, pat is dying let's go let's move forward. <laughs> your, um, your lifeless recreation of pat looks more bored than it did before um okay Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so this next paragraph is long but it's the last paragraph so we'll talk about the rest of the movie that's that's um, just like the, the, the that portion of the movie it's long but it's the last part of the movie. Zod deploys his most powerful terraforming device, the World Engine, which severely damages Metropolis and puts humanity's existence at risk. Clark destroys the terraforming platform while the military launches a suicide attack, sending Zod's troops back to the Phantom Zone. With the ship destroyed and Krypton's only hope of revival gone, Zod vows to destroy Earth and its inhabitants out of revenge. The two Kryptonians engage in a lengthy battle across Metropolis, which concludes when Clark is forced to kill Zod as he attacks a family in a train station. Sometime later, Clark adopts the moniker Superman and persuades the government to let him act independently under the condition that he does not turn against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, to gain covert access to dangerous situations, he takes a job under his civilian identity, Clark Kent, as a reporter for the paper news publication, The Daily Planet. <laughs> um. Uh, the so, third act of this movie sucks. It God. sucks. I, it sucks. I like the first part of the third act with the they're destroying the machine and Lois and the general and that stuff I think is fine. Not great, but fine. It's when he starts fighting Zod is when I'm like, Shh, fucking, I want off this ride. <laughs> <laughs> right now. It's, so, it, it, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's just it's the purest. We hate now how ten years later, how most superhero movies end with not that you and I have seen one in a while, uh, but like it does feel like the end, which is like CGI guys throwing CGI stuff at each other, <laughs> and like here it is just cgi guy fighting cgi guy blasting through cgi like oh. buildings and it's one thing if like the spectacle was one thing like movies have made throughout movie history of like wow i've never seen anything like that 
I fucking lived through 9 11. I've seen right. tons of shit like this. <laughs> right. Like, well, right. Well, that, like, I will say the effects are very good here, uh, yeah. much better than most Marvel movies. But the problem is, we just That's saw true. 15 to 20 minutes of spectacle destruction of the city. Yes. And then we're going to sit through 15 more minutes of him and Zod doing it, only there's no stakes because they both have superpowers. Right. And it's. Yeah, like at least in the first part, like there's human beings in danger. Sure, right. we don't give a fuck about them because we're not attached to them. But there's something going on there. Right. Sorry, Pat, I interrupted. No, you're fine. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say too. But uh, oh no, this is by far Superman has done by far the worst job at saving the world in any superhero movie ever. Oh my god! Every it's building. Ten nine elevens have happened. <laughs> I was going to say 911 More 911. than that. Yeah. It is it's insane. And no one's died from all these buildings. Not just, over. Not so just many Metropolis. Looked, yeah, yeah. Not just Metropolis, but the entire country is yes. in a depression for the next 30 years. Right. Because oh, of the my destruction God. Done yes. yes. To there Metropolis. Is, there is a, a bit at the end of the movie. Just jump into the end where there's a guy at the Daily Planet who's like, hey, Lois Lane, go to the basketball game with me. There's no yeah. basketball. basketball. 10-9-11s have happened. Didn't the Daily Planet get destroyed? It had yeah. to have. This is the only building standing then. Like, Aliens are here. They're pissed. Right. And all the 9-11s happened again. <laughs> I, did, I did find a funny, too, of when... Uh, they're fucking with the they're fucking with the gravity, and I yeah. thought that was a kind of a cool concept, you know, making Earth, you know, whatever. But so you see all the cars go up, you know, float, and then get crushed back down, and it's doing that over and over again. But the people are still running by them. <laughs> <laughs> gravity works on us too, guys. Yeah, oh, right. Just metal. It's. it's just I did, did want to say, bit. Brian, the. If you count, not even like theoretical off-screen ones, but if you count the visual car destructions that happen in this movie, it's more than the entire show of Smallville combined. I believe it. I believe oh it. We God. see more cars destroyed than in the entire <laughs> run of Smallville, yeah. which I is believe a it. high number. Is... Zach, you um, were referencing it. There's a little bit here where Lawrence Fishburne as Perry White is – like oh man a late one of his employees gets stuck and like he's helping her out right and like there's a little bit where like the, the whatever's doomed gravity fucking michael shan's gonna destroy earth laser is coming yeah and like the, I, there is a moment of like perry White's like hey i'm gonna stay with you and it's gonna be not fine <laughs> and i i'd seen almost work it works on paper right how much better would it have worked if you gave a shit about Perry White and those characters? A right. lot more better. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Perry White and right. girl. And girl. Yeah. And right. the thing is, I think girl is oh, that's right. That's girl um uh who's who's Clark's photographer buddy? Um Olsen. That's girl Olsen. Okay. Oh really? <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't know. <laughs> uh her name is like Jamie Olsen or something like oh that. Oh my gosh, love it. Because yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen does not appear in the other movies. Um, okay. so, it is, I will say, oh, sorry, go ahead. You go first, you go first. 
I did want to say uh, the the whole nine eleven of it all is addressed in Batman versus Superman. Uh, the opening yes. of Batman versus Superman is Bruce Wayne on the ground, just being like this Superman guy. Nine eleven. Oh, no, yeah, I mean the whole movie is framed as a reaction to the end of this movie, right? Which I was kind of forced on them because people were so up in arms yeah, at the end of this movie. Be... They were like, "That was the most destruction ever, ever." Right. Like Superman, take that guy out of the city and go fight him. <laughs> hey, Dragon um, Ball Z did it every week. They went, they were in the city, and they're like, "Hey, we got to go to the desert," <laughs> <laughs> which is cheaper to animate. <laughs> so four o'clock after school, Patrick and I watched Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Never once did they have a big deal because they always nope. went to the desert. That's right. So. The the scene where Zod and Superman are fighting endlessly is where we get the worst line in the movie. Yes. <laughs> are you okay, ready for this? Good. What is that again? I don't remember I this. They're fighting for a few minutes, and then they take a quick break so that Zod can say the following. <laughs> There's only one way this ends, Cal. Either you die or I do. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know that. That's been the whole thing here, but yes. <laughs> how did that line make it into the movie? It's, you know, I think Goyer, Goyer, Goyer has proper script credit, right? Like this is written by mm-hmm. David Goyer, correct? Yes. Goyer's written a lot of these and Goyer's not a very good screenwriter. You well, don't notice it when Christopher Nolan is directing. Right. <laughs> he's not a good he's 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 fine. He's just not a good writer of dialogue, I would say. Mm. Like if right. well, he needs a the... buddy. He needs a writing partner. Right. Was it like a doesn't Superman have like a morality clause of like not killing? Yes. Not but not that the was same not as motion. Batman's. Okay. It's not like it, it's in general a children's comic character shouldn't kill people. Right. Um, it's not the same as Batman's ironclad, no guns, uh, no killing people, which Zack Snyder forgot about, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He said, oh. he's, he said, um, People who complain about the guns don't know they're canon because Batman had guns in the comics. Like in the first year or whatever they were writing yeah, it. All right, 1941, he had a gun one time because <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. based on like noir detective comics. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder has this, uh, he bases his movies on the true canon, quote unquote. The <laughs> fuck does that mean, bud? Because that's a nonsense thing. Words mean things. Words mean things, and what you said was nothing. <laughs> um, Brian, I'm going to go pee in a corner of this cave, but you should set up the final moment where he kills Zod and that whole controversy because great, great. we should talk about that a little bit. Great. I'm so glad you diegetically add it rather than just cutting. <laughs> I'm so glad that you just added it that you're pissing so that we can just leave it in. <laughs> He's going to a corner. What else do you want from the guy? <laughs> So, uh, I will set up. Um, there's the whole fight. There's not that much to say about the fight, 
right? It's just a CGI yeah. nothing fest. Mm-hmm. Um, where five Zack Snyder has said, and it was in in an in an interview with Kevin Smith, and it was a comical, they were just having a conversation. Uh, but Kevin Smith joked, How many people die in that third act in Man of Steel? And Zack Snyder was like, ah, like five thousand people. Just what the fuck? It's a lot of That's people. a lot of people, Zach. <laughs> That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So there's no <laughs> way it was only five thousand. No, there's people. no way. Like then there's three thousand people. people that, yeah, right. Yeah, three thousand people died on 9-11, basically. One that was two buildings. That was right. two buildings. Fourteen it's, buildings fall in this movie. I will also real fast to go because it's going to be a long time before we're going to be talking about it. Uh, Batman versus Superman has a direct reaction to this, where there's a fight in a city and there's some sort of government official. Don't worry, it's an abandoned section of the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, audience. We're not making the same mistake. Um, so uh, they're in sort of a uh, Superman has stopped Zod's grand plan. There's a uh, there's a battle. They end up in not Grand Central, but basically Grand Central. Uh, Zod's going to kill a family. Once again, at least five thousand are dead outside, but like Zod's going to kill a family. Uh, and uh, Superman's like, no, no, and he snaps Zod's neck. Very controversial. How do we feel about Superman snapping Zod's neck? I don't hate it in a good movie. No, <laughs> sure, sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. if, if the themes of the movie, like in The Dark Knight, the whole tension there is Batman has a rule where he won't kill people. But his right. rule is fucking things up because the Joker yeah. is running amok. Because the whole like, movie is about him. You should probably fucking kill this guy because right. <laughs> right. he's not going to stop. The Joker the whole movie, rules. Right. The right. whole movie is about him learning to compromise because he ends up killing Two Face at the end to save the kid. So right, right. With Man of Steel, that Fuck, is not what a, a cent- good movie. It's That's such a yes, really movie. good movie. Of course. <laughs> But the central conflict of Man of Steel is whether he should reveal himself to the world or not. It's not right. the same. It's not like, oh, I can't kill someone. That is nothing. That is just brought nothing. up at the very That's end. That's all stuff he, we're bringing to it. Any of the emotion there is something we're bringing to it. It's people who know Superman. But like the movie's not doing any of the lifting there. No, and you have no. to. You have to, because that's how movies work. <laughs> right, exactly. It's just a random moment at the end where he kills Zod, right? And he didn't want to. Over this, uh, this family, I don't give a fuck about. Right. Uh, also, Nolan, uh, just cover his eyes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he can't shoot through your hands. Uh, I will Nolan, say that was probably the most aggressive neck snap I think I've ever seen in a movie, though. Was, yeah. And, like, you could see it in his neck when he's on the ground, too. I'm like, oh, that was a snap. That was the first time, like, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. And, and once again, it'd be different if, like, there was something in the movie about right. how I have these powers and I feel responsible for them and I can't be judge jury executioner with these powers but then right. like oh that whether right or wrong he does it and right. he has to live with that decision that's right. not a thing in this movie or <laughs> right or or zod dying means the absolute end of kryptonians 
if or the, something right if that was a, a challenge for him right. yeah but it, <laughs> right it does yes, it. these are all, all great they're pitches all, they're all in him yeah <laughs> right all the babies all the baby mind are in him now i um chris nolan did not like this he did yeah. not he wanted everyone to get sucked back into the phantom zone Zack snyder talked him out of it um to which nolan said apparently okay you've convinced me which sounds like i don't care, I don't care. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but uh um, no one was right he was correct he was correct yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. my favorite part about this is lois comes running into the train station after this like <laughs> how did she get there <laughs> She was on the other end of the city with Perry yeah, White. Right. How did she get there? How did she know where they were? It's I, I will to say run I, around all the rubble. What's that like? Yeah. <laughs> not to dox myself, not to dox myself, but I will. I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn, uh, with the trains running. With the train, that's an hour to Grand Central. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's on foot. Um, she's like, I bet they end up at the train station. <laughs> I'm going to just head there. Um, so uh, everything wraps up. It's all quote unquote fine. Um, Clark adopts the classic Clark Kent persona with the, the with the glasses up. Oh, he's going to be Superman. Fuck. Oh, oh, <laughs> there was one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, which was in a better movie. This would be good. Um, yeah. Earlier, I think it's before even that Zod scene, um, Superman catches Lois. They land on the ground. They kiss, which is something I should be like, yes, good romance. <laughs> Amy Adams is bringing it. She is bringing the full energy of like, I have just been dropped from a spaceship caught by a big, strong man. I am hor I am full of adrenaline and horned up. And like, she is like throwing her face onto his and I'm it's she's so good at it. And that's so exactly how that kiss would play. But the fact that it's so poorly written, <laughs> it's, yeah. like in a better yeah. movie, that would be a very hot kiss. Yeah, she's doing everything correctly, and it just does. And and Henry Cavill's good too. I don't dislike Henry Cavill. No, um, but he's also it's been like, given a a not a great hand. His hand is better than hers in this movie. Certainly, Superman's tough. You, Pat, in kind of the way you're saying, I think also for an actor of like, what's your job? Right. You know, it, it don't it, and like the direction in this movie is don't do Chris Reeve. Well, what do I do? Right. Not Chris also, Reeve. Different. Not objectively <laughs> Superman. <laughs> and they took away the one fun thing his character gets to do is is play a dork. Yes. Like, yes. Be part be like playing two people. They took that away. So he's just uh, serious. Uh, Which, to be clear, if you haven't listened to our full Smallville recap podcast, we love more leveled Clark. We yes. love more leveled Clark. But like, yeah. if your movie sucks, maybe you need dorky Clark. <laughs> Superman the movie, it's fine, because that's a real good movie. <laughs> um, quick question. 
Did yeah. Clark get a journalism degree? At yeah, some right. Point, can I just he just gets he just a walk job. in? And... We are writing for the Daily Planet. <laughs> no experience. Like <laughs> Lois wrote a great reference. Yeah, right. Um, I do, I do like this. Doesn't answer that. I do like the implication that, like, Lois kind of like playing dumb, like, "Nice to meet you, Clark." Of like, no, I fucking. Yeah, no, right. they're on the same ground by this right. point. I like I like that adaptation of it if we have to like pretend Superman exists in the real world, which don't set a movie in the real world. Um, that's a philosophical <laughs> problem with this movie because Superman is stupid. Right. I love him to death, but it's stupid. So just I, yeah, do it good. How we don't um, recognize the guy who just did all that. I, yeah right right i know that's and a thing in well so that's the thing it's it's one thing if it's a very comic booky sam right. raimi spider-man right. movie you know yes. it's one thing if it's that but if you're asking me to yeah. then go into the real world right exactly. well now i'm having trouble right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. right. these are journalists right. yeah. <laughs> they have not covered this story at all yeah. It's that's kind of what I was saying earlier. I don't think Superman belongs in this interpretation. I think Superman is a dumb, cartoony character, and that's okay. Right. <laughs> and yeah. maybe it's not the right time for a superhero is for a Superman movie. That's also okay. <laughs> that doesn't make it not good. That doesn't Brian, make him not good. We have to good. make one right. by two thousand whatever, or we lose the rights. We or lose we Zach. lose Zach. <laughs> Zach, Warner Brothers heard you. <laughs> I'm, am I back yet? Yeah, you're back. Because <laughs> I never left on my end. Is the right, same that was the same that happened to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but to your point, it, you don't. So the problem is Superman is one of the most recognizable figures in all of pop culture. You can like show tribal villagers wherever the fuck and i'm like that's super that ass is superman so like of course warner brothers is like right well we gotta we gotta we gotta but you don't gotta you you can just when the time is right and i hope i love superman so i hope the james gunn movie coming up is right i hope he nails it I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket, but like, I hope it's great. I hope it's great. And we love it, Zach. Zach, I hope it's great. And we love it. Well, if it's not, Brian, you have not seen the parts of Smallville that are basically Superman and they do great. So I'm so excited for it. Um, Look, we've been talking a lot about Man of Steel. Uh, Do we have any final thoughts on this movie? Patrick, you look like you want to die. We didn't didn't really... We didn't really get into it, but again, Hans Zimmer's score, fucking phenomenal oh, in this movie. Oh, I, I do want to talk about the score real fast. I The Hans Zimmer score is very good. Uh, that you, Zach, I was talking about how good the trailer was with you, and you were like, the Zimmer score is doing all of the work there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, <clears throat> I agree. And that... I'm not, I'm not saying this is a hard opinion. I want to work through this with the two of you. 
I feel weird about the John Williams theme not being in there. I understand why it's not. I under I even oh, maybe sure. agree it's the right decision, but it is a little bit like doing a James Bond movie without the James Bond theme of like, well, then why the fuck are we doing this? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh no, it's uh, yeah. The score, if you just take it on, it's just listening to it like on Spotify is beautiful. But yes. I get what you're saying. Um, it's similar. It's a I was classic worried... movie character with a classic theme that perfectly hits. I mean, like, I was well, worried. Where the fuck when... is it? <laughs> I was worried when Batman Begins came out because I heard they weren't using the Elfman Batman score, which was pretty damn iconic. Also, right. That's a good point. And I, you know, and that didn't bother me at the time. I was sort of like, new interpretation. Great, let's go. I don't know why. <sighs> But 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 I think that goes to kind of what I was saying earlier. But I think Batman is incredibly adaptable. Right. Um, the Michael Giacchana, yeah. uh, God, I cannot pronounce but, his name. But the John um, Williams with, Superman theme is a joyous thing. I don't. I that's just a fun the, the, thing for a fun movie. <laughs> it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. You're right. You're right. It doesn't. Um, it's um but i guess i guess it just goes to how i don't think superman is as as adaptable as batman i think why batman's film franchise is the way that it is where we love the nolan batman and then the the matt reeves um uh robert pattinson one came out and zach and i are are full thumbs up like that's a good fucking movie uh and we love batman Batman, returns and we we like credit Batman Forever, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Last time I saw it, I was pretty drunk, but I had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's super, super, super adaptable. Superman isn't. That's okay. And I missed the yeah. John Williams theme if it's not there. That that literally feels like it's that you can hear it in the theme. It's like literally like Superman. Mm-hmm. It's a Superman. Um, <laughs> I didn't know the lyrics. That's those are the lyrics. Oh, I, I'm so happy to bring this to you. Those are the lyrics. <laughs> Superman, Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nope, that's oh, how it goes. Great. You laugh, but um, <laughs> um, so uh, fuck, dude. We um, Zach, how would you? Pat, I know you're dying. Pat, <laughs> how would you rank all of the Superman movies? Um, <laughs> do I have to co- – there's five of them? Uh, there's uh, Superman, Superman 2, Superman 3, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, uh, <laughs> Superman Returns, and Man of Steel. That order. How would you – how would you guess? Just guess. Okay. Oh, fuck. What's already, number one? Uh, Superman the movie. You're you're correct. That's okay. correct. All Zach right. disagrees a little bit. But <laughs> it's a... no, one and two are are pretty close for me. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> so what's number two? Two. <laughs> Good enough. That's fine. It's a matter of opinion. Okay. What's number three? Is one different than the movie? <laughs> Is one the movie? No, one's one's the movie. Ooh. Okay. One's colon the All movie. Right. So I've gotten those two. Okay. Yes. Um, There's three, four, colon the quest for peace, returns, and Man of Steel. Um, I'm afraid that I'm going to put Man of Steel here. That's where I put it. That's where I put it. Uh, it's terrible. Um, uh, returns? 
next. All right. And then three, four. And three, four. Four has to be would the Would you worst. say three or would you put three before four or four before three? I would put four last. <laughs> that is a common perception. I don't know if Zach and I fully agree, but no, but that's but that is the common perception. Just Zach, just Zach, real name. fast. What is what is yours? One Your and two ranking. are basically tied, and then I would put Man of Steel, and then I would put three, and then four, and then returns. Uh, returns at the very, very bottom. I mean, I enjoyed watching three and four more than I enjoyed watching Returns. I can't disagree. I I really loved Returns when I saw it, and so it was really difficult for me to be like, oh, man, this is kind of useless. <laughs> I bet if Pat watched Superman Returns, he would hate it more than Man of Steel. <laughs> I think and that's I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I think it's even longer than this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Pat, go to bed. Pat, go to bed. Bail. Any final thoughts? Bad movie. Any final thoughts? Don't ask me to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks again. Thanks for having me. Whatever. Do you want to do, do? Do you want to do Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> yes. I'll do Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Yes, I'll do those okay. ones. All right. Okay. Later, B- buddy. Bye. <laughs> Brian, you did a great impression of your brother. I, I think mean, so, too. I thought he was really here for a while. Um, so it turns out that Phantom Gunk does regenerate into phantoms uh the 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 patrick model was 50 percent phantom gunk and did just explode into phantoms into the cave uh we fought them off yeah it was fucked up uh but we uh we've gone deeper into the caves which we're sure are safe there do seem to be monsters down below but they uh surely can't hear us yelling about superman movies so we're gonna keep doing that. <laughs> um i uh I had a when we ran off from the Phantoms, I was sure I had more to say about Man of Steel. Uh, nothing's coming to mind, but um, I, I do feel like we should we should talk more because it is we have now watched all of the Superman movies, um, and I think it's an interesting character, an interesting film series uh, with a lot of highs, minimal highs. A lot of lows. Again, this is one they nailed pretty much right off the bat. It's we talked about how Superman the movie is essentially a biopic of Superman. And I don't know if there's a better way to do a Superman movie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's it pat mentioned it of like it's tough i don't know if you could make a traditional comic book movie from this er superhero who his whole thing is like he's good at everything um and i don't know I feel but they like have, they haven't even really tried to do like brainiac or some of this other shit 
That's all true. And they also, no one has the balls to do what like Superman and Lois is doing, which is, man, it's hard to be Superman and have two teenage sons. Right. <laughs> um, or or to like have a romantic life. When Once again, Spider-Man 2 is a perfect fucking movie. <laughs> um, where like one of the key challenges should be like, I don't know how I'm going to make my date with Lois Lane when I'm Superman. Right. Where I think I mean, all that, of the interesting stuff is. Exactly. That's the, the we've talked about this many times. The heart of the the heart of the Superman story is Superman, Lois, that dynamic, keeping the secret, uh, that whole thing, dual identity, and uh for I feel like TV is a better space to explore that in, probably. I agree. I agree. I think Superman and Lois is better than any and like don't get me wrong, is a very silly show with issues. Um but like I think is better than either of the most of the Superman movies. Um and I think Smallville is in a lot of ways the definitive Superman story. Agree, um, hard agree. Hard agree. It's I think we've we've talked about this before, um, but I think um, the adventures of the boy who will become this monolithic character is more interesting than the adventures of the monolithic character. Yes, 100%. 100%. Batman, is that's not the case because he has such a great rogues gallery. Well, Batman's and... interesting stuff doesn't happen until he's Batman. <laughs> right, <know>? yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, it's Superman stuff. It's Superman's, if something happens and Superman saves the day. Which isn't to say, like I said, I love Superman the Animated Series. But that is a different... It's a cartoon, you know? <laughs> like, Right. Well, um, Batman, when he becomes Batman, it's not like all his challenges stop. Whereas no, and in Superman, fact, they in weird ways, create more chat. Man, that's yeah, exactly. a really good point. Because Superman, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of, time, of bad days once he's Superman. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's exactly it. Um, unless you counter in romantic interests <laughs> of like, how do I have right. how do I have the normal life that I kind of want but while also bearing the responsibility? Even if you have challenges, he's such a pretty much perfect centered human being with like a great moral compass that the only real story to tell is how do you get there? Which is Smallville. Like, right, right, right. How do you, how do you form into that? Whereas Batman, he's got all sorts of fucking problems, man. He's not, Batman's still kind of fucked up. <laughs> he's not a healthy person. <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> This isn't something a healthy guy does. It's he's helping people, but he's literally, but he is trying to like help himself. You know, he's really avoiding some things. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so with that, I guess that brings up how much I'm looking forward to diving into the Batman series of movies. Um, so we've done every theatrical. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry, I was I was just going to say I'm excited about where that starts. Yes, uh, we are starting with the 1966 
Batman the movie, uh, which predates Superman the movie, uh, though they are very different movies with very different budgets, very different intentions uh, that we'll we'll talk about when we get there. Um, But, you know, it's as opposed to Superman, where they nailed it out the gate and everything else is like kind of trying to like figure out what the fuck a Superman movie is. Batman reinvents itself constantly. We're going to kind of get to see all eras of Batman as a character reflected through film. Um, We're going to get to talk about about Batman is like he represents the very specific time that the movie was made is a very specific Batman. Right, right. And that's exciting. People talk about accuracy to Batman um, or or accuracy to comics or like, oh, this or that is, oh, the Nolan stuff was more accurate. What the fuck are you talking about? The 1966 Batman was incredibly accurate to Batman at the time. (laughs) That TV show literally used Batman comics as the start. They wrote scripts based on Batman comics at the time. (laughs) Like, that was... Right. It's... What is it about... About maybe we already covered it. What is it about Batman that you think is more adaptable than Superman? Um, ah, that's a great question. I do think it's the element of Superman. I do think the die. I talked about the dial, right? Batman can be more fantastical, right. less fantastical. Yeah. That's um, true. You can play with that more. It's a, whereas Superman, like the dial, is kind of set on a certain level. Of he has we've introduced magic for lack of a better word <laughs> whether right. we make them alien abilities or like differences um whereas batman there's a guy who made a gun that can freeze things and he can rob banks or uh the joker can just be a terrorist right it yeah. all and there's, it all kind of makes sense there's a lot more stuff to play with in batman like superman you got a few characters that are mainstays and can be interesting. Batman, like I said, you got the whole rogues gallery is all great. Right. Oh, so many more villains got, to play with. Right. And you can play with those in many different ways. Like you can do the realistic, you can do the fantastical, you can, well, all through the spectrum. So, or a mix of just both. More. I, I think the Matt Reeves one is a very healthy, like both. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. That is probably the closest to capturing the tone of what I would imagine a Batman story should be. Um, I oh God, the Matt Reeves one is so good, and, and we're gonna do all the theatrical Batman's. I don't. We're not gonna do up until Bat. I think we're just gonna explore Batman theatrically. Um, that means. Um, that's Batman 1966. Uh, that's all the Tim Burton ones. That's the Joel Schumacher ones. That's Lego Batman. Uh, that's the Chris Nolan ones. What a spectrum! <laughs> and the Zack Snyder ones. Don't forget. And the Zack Snyder. Well, that'll that'll be when everything ties together. <laughs> um, um, I guess before we get out of here, any any additional thoughts on Superman? All Superman movies. Man of Steel specifically. It's possible we covered all of it. I'm just having a good yeah, time I, and I trying to we, stretch yeah, it. No, no worries. <laughs> We're in the Phantom Zone, Brian. Time is meaningless <laughs> to us. If people listen to this someday, somehow, that's their problem. 
Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, no, I'm. Uh, I want to like these movies, and uh, like I like you. I hope they figure it out <laughs> for the next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Man of Steel a lot more than you. Um, I know we made fun of it a lot. I don't here, know about but... a lot. I don't know about a lot more. It, I I was I felt generous towards it this time. I was for comical it's sake. A watchable. It's, it's a, a very watchable, watchable movie. Like middling summer blockbuster movie. I I want I'll put it this way. Superman Returns took me three separate like right. watch. I watched this in one sitting. Right, yeah, exactly. It was not you a know, slog. Like No, it no, it aggressively was not a slog. I actually Until found he it, and Zod start fighting at the end that it's a slog for ten minutes. And but. then I had my phone out, you know, and I didn't yeah, pay attention yeah. for like half of it. <laughs> Um, that's where the Superman problem is. Like, there's nothing interesting here. There's nothing interesting yeah. happening unless yeah. there was like real true spectacle, um, which is Tommy on the side of an airplane. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think there's something to just like, I know you can do that with computers. Like you can't impress me now with like feats like that. They have um, to be that's a part really of good. That's a part it's of it. Because I guess the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, right? You can now tell that Spider-Man slinging through the city is a CGI PlayStation 2 character, right? But the, the composition of the shot still has momentum. And like, whereas I can't say the same for Man of Steel. And also emotional stakes. Emotional stakes! Let's not forget those. In a good I script. Think, yeah, I, I agree with all that. I would say there are some genuine spectacle moments in Man of Steel, but they're just, they don't, he doesn't know when to stop. It, you do get numb. He, yeah, he hammers it, he hammers it over and over again until it's not a spectacle anymore. You're just bored. So that's the problem. That's the problem. Um, all right, bud. Um, do you, do you hear that? Oh my! The fan is that? Oh my god! The Phantoms! Oh my god! They're coming! Zach, pack oh, everything god, up. God, we get get all the DVDs. We gotta go. Fuck. Oh my god! Oh, god. oh shit! Don't forget the flashlight. Oh. Oh my no! Don't forget that.